0: Hacking a hangover. Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and today we're going to be covering something rather timely. Seeing as the holidays are rapidly approaching, you've probably got a little bit of imbibing that you're going to be doing with uh, friends, family perhaps sipping a little bit of spiked eggnog with Old Saint Nick. I hope that you really enjoy this time. And what you're going to want to do is not be hungover. That's nobody's idea of a good time. So in this podcast, I'm going to break down the pharmacology of a hangover. We're going to get some into the chemistry here. And then the very good news is that hangovers can be biohacked. There's a lot that you can do to mitigate and almost completely uh, remove hangovers from your holiday mornings. That sounds pretty good, right? So we're going to be talking about a few supplements that I have here and some other supplements that I do suggest you get in your digital shopping cart ASAP. As I hear nowadays, it's taking shipping a little bit Longer, and you are going to want to have these things in your biohacking bin to deal with the boozing that is ahead of you. And you are definitely going to want to check out this article that is linked below over there on limitlessmindset.com. And this article features a very cool infographic. Hangovers are uh, such a universal thing that I went to the trouble uh, of designing a a cool, share-worthy infographic that you're going to want to take a gander at. And I might suggest that you share that infographic around as you're going to have people that are uh, struggling with hangovers these times too and you shoot that infographic over to them feel free to download it to my download it from my website and then you can maybe save those around you from these nasty nasty hangovers. And then you are, this is something I always forget to say, and I need to get in the habit of saying it. You are going to want to give this an upvote. You're going to want to give it a comment. You're going to want to give this podcast a share. All of those good algorithmic kind of things that signal to the platform that this is quality, quality information, because this isn't just a some rant that I came came up with. This is an article that I thoroughly researched, so it's solid information, and you can find the references for everything, and then you can also find my recommended sources in this article, because I do my due diligence on the sources that you can find linked there on Limitless Mindset. I've got The good stuff there, because as we all know, there's a lot of crappy stuff out there. So I've simplified that a bit for you. Okay, let's dive in. Tis the season to raise our glasses with friends and family. The good news is that the resulting hangovers can be hacked. Many biohackers choose to abstain from spirits... Altogether, But especially during the holidays, they are missing out on a lot of uh, good times, unforgettable memories, and festive fellowship with their loved ones. So this podcast will present a holistic protocol for mitigating all the downsides of rowdy revelry so you can indulge in some drinking guilt-free and without hating yourself, without regret the morning after. Okay, so first important point is I recommend skipping the pre-packaged quote-unquote hangover cures. And this is something I have some experience with. Years ago, I had a dubious career as a nightclub promoter. My job was to organize and host ruckus parties at nightclubs. Several companies offering hangover cures sent me ample samples of their funny-tasting, dissolving tablets and packets, and I did quite a bit of drinking. It kind of came with the job. I tried them all, and they really didn't do much to mitigate the headaches, sluggishness, acid reflux, and cognitive downgrade the mornings after. I suspect that a lot of these products don't contain high-quality, bioactive individual ingredients, or maybe they're just relying on the placebo effect you know they've done all these placebo effect studies where they would give like fake alcohol to college students and then sure enough the college students would in uh, statistically significant numbers get drunk so hacking a hangover requires a few supplements and vitamins You'll want to get these individually from credible sources, which ideally verify the purity with publicly published certificates of analysis. So first of all, first step in the chemical process is that you want to block the acetylhyde. Crucially, you want to take some supplements that will block the alcohol from converting into poisonous acetylhyde, and acetylhyde, maybe you haven't heard a whole lot about it, is the culprit to blame for much of the damage that alcohol does to our health. It causes cancer, liver damage, fatigue, loss of intelligence, as you have most likely experience for yourself after too many drinks along with skin wrinkles. That's right. Just go and look at the current Facebook photos of your old drinking buddies if you want to see this. So you'll want to start your booze biohacking with n acetylcysteine You're going to want to take between 500 to 1000 milligrams before drinking. That's right, before drinking. And I link to a couple of sources. You can't get NAC now on Amazon, but I've got a couple of quality sources for it. Next is vitamin C. And vitamin C, which is this stuff here. That's right, that's powdered ascorbic acid is a notable poor man's boozing biohack which even a biohacker elitist like myself uses vitamin c is ascorbic acid which helps your liver your liver to metabolize the liquor and clear the toxins from the body and you want to take it Uh, Before or while drinking. And serious boozing biohackers will take one vitamin C tablet with each drink. And then the next step is to detoxify the liver. While you're relaxing and enjoying a drink, your liver is doing the dirty work of processing the booze and filtering out the worst toxins in it so do your liver uh, a solid and take some steps to fortify it and detox it so the supplement that we turn to for this is glutathione you might have heard of it the master antioxidant and it's a smart idea to supplement it if you're going to be doing a little or a lot of drinking in a sense, this is something I found interesting, in a sense, you always have a mini hangover as your body is depleting glutathione all the time. But alcohol is especially costly to your glutathione stores. So it's a rocket fuel for your liver function. From a 2017 clinical trial, quote, glutathione plays crucial roles in the detoxification and antioxidant systems of cells and has been used to treat acute poisoning and chronic liver diseases. And it's a powerful intercellular antioxidant. Glutathione, as a molecule, is very charitable with its electrons thus blocking the oxidizing free radicals which the booze introduces from their rape and pillaging of your biology and thirdly glutathione enhances immunity as you may have experienced alcohol retards immunity If you've ever caught the flu or a cold in the chilly days following some holiday binge drinking, you have only yourself to blame. Glutathione fortifies the immune system. From some German research, quote, The immune system works best if the lymphoid cells have a delicately balanced intermediate level of Glutathione. And my recommended source, my go to for this is Doublewood Supplements in the USA, and they offer pure COA verified S acetyl L glutathione. Glutathione supplements are all the rage, but most glutathione is not highly orally available, nor Cheap. So I suggest that you choose the S acetyl version, which is better absorbed. And Double Woods customers praise it highly as a boozing biohack. Juan reported I put it to the test by consuming alcoholic beverages to the point of intoxication in a safe and monitored environment. And then immediately took two capsules of the of the acetyl L glutathione surprisingly the next morning my hangover was dramatically reduced i then repeated the test a week later with the same amount of alcohol without the supplement and my hangover was very bad i did this four more times and every time the hangover was almost non-existent with the supplement versus not taking it. That sounds like quite the meticulous self-experiment, and we should all uh, thank Juan for uh, sacrificing his his body for, uh, for our good. And from a verified customer review, they said, works great for detox and hangovers on Amazon. He said, I take this with DHM after having a few cocktails. One of each before drinking, one of each before bed, and one of each first thing in the a.m. Hangovers are either completely prevented or very short-lived. And so you'd want to do 100 to 300 milligrams during or after drinking. The next supplement I'll mention is colostrum. So taking your glutathione hacking to the next level demands chelation of the heavy metal iron in the gut and chelation comes from the latin word chela which means claw so chelators claw stubborn toxins out of your body Chelating supplements and foods are a smart idea for any biohacker, but colostrum contains lactotherin, which is a quintessential glutathione cofactor. So maybe a good idea to pick some of that up if you really want to fully empower your glutathione supplements, which are not cheap. Next, I'll mention the supplement alpha lipoic acid. And this is another formidable antioxidant that supports glutathione. And ALA supplements should be refrigerated and you can take 400 milligrams before drinking. And there was another YouTuber that was talking about taking ALA before drinking red wine. And he said that it had like a really cool effect that it put him in just like a really cool kind of headspace. I, I did, of course, attempt to replicate this. And uh, I, I, I don't think the ALA did anything special for me, but maybe you wanna try that. The next important step is cleaning up the toxins. So what makes you hungover is, among other things, the toxins in the alcohol that hang around in your body, wrecking havoc. And there's a couple of supplements you'll want to take after drinking that have a molecular affinity for toxins. They capture toxins so that they can be washed out of uh, our bodies. One of the more pharmacologically interesting and effective hangover hacks that I've tried is this stuff, DHM, and it's been widely studied. There's over 200 papers about it on PubMed, and it has the curious effect of sobering you up when... 300 to 900 milligrams are taken after a few drinks. It's really, if you've ever wondered, is there any way to sober up, like, rapidly? Well, yeah, that's this stuff. But I certainly would not recommend having a couple of uh, drinks and then having a couple of DHM tablets and then going and driving your car. Don't do that, okay? But you should try the uh, DHM. It was evaluated against a placebo in a 2015 clinical trial of 60 adults with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And I'll quote from that. We conclude that DHM supplements improves glucose and lipid metabolism, as well as various biochemical parameters in patients with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And the therapeutic effects of DHM are likely attributed to improved insulin resistance and decreases in the serum levels of tumor necrosis. And here's what people are reporting about it. Mary said, effective at reducing intoxication and preventing hangover. Mr. D said, only thing I've had reduce the heavy hangover after a night of indulging. And then another D dot said, It really works for me. I wake up feeling ready to take on the day. Hangovers get worse as you get older. These have been a lifesaver. And Stacy said, I am known for terrible hangovers and praying to the porcelain gods most of the morning, sometimes the whole day. Never a fun experience. After reading reviews on this Hangover Miracle, I decided to try it myself, and it definitely works. And then Mitch finally said, don't drink without it. As I've gotten older, my hangovers have gotten much worse. After the equivalent of two drinks, I'll wake up feeling a little crummy. As an avid consumer of craft beers, that can sometimes mean that one beer is actually closer to three to four. I've now started taking DHM as a way to help make that three to four drinks make me feel more like one to two, really should the next morning. I also take it whenever we have a bottle share, which can turn a completely useless next day into a merely uncomfortable one. And this is interesting. DHM is a great idea for Asians who may suffer from quote-unquote Asian flush while drinking. Ronnie reported... I have used other products for hangover relief, but they don't help with Asian flush. This condition affects 20 to 25% of Asians from southern regions. I inherited it from my father, who came from Guangdong. China. The most obvious symptom is that my face turns bright red after only two sips of beer, but it also gives me headaches while drinking, and it increases my risk of stomach esophageal cancer and peptide ulcers due to a genetic inability to efficiently metabolize alcohol. I learned about DHM from a study which found that DHM specifically alleviates this condition. I've been using this product for 10 months, and it has worked really well for me. That's kind of an interesting racial fact, isn't it? Next notable supplement is activated charcoal, which hacks your hangover by cleaning up toxins lingering in your system so you can imagine the carbon of the activated charcoal as an accordion it's a stretchy molecule that envelops and captures toxins importantly you want to take the activated charcoal within a few hour you want to take it a few hours after the other supplements taking it with them may disrupt their absorption and function typically i'll take the other supplements things like dhm nac or glutathione before or while drinking and then a few hours later before going to sleep i'll take a tablet or two of charcoal and Funnily enough, chewing up charcoal tablets will turn your mouth black. But don't worry, it won't stain your teeth. You just wash them down with uh, water. Or you uh, you don't have to be a weirdo like me that chews up the tablets. So if you can afford to splurge a little, Bulletproof offers fancy coconut charcoal. You can get uh, activated charcoal at any pharmacy, but uh, yeah, if you want to splurge a bit, go for the the coconut charcoal, which I thought was awesome. Coconuts are so healthy that even consuming burned coconut shells is good for you. If not, you can just buy cheap activated charcoal at almost any pharmacy. And charcoal, I found this interesting, is a historical biohack. Since time immemorial, people have been consuming charcoal to improve digestion. And I've got a cool little diagram in this article that breaks down the history of activated charcoal. And you can just imagine one of our uh, cavemen ancestors was uh, sitting around the uh, fire with uh, perhaps his, his cave woman. And his uh, his cave children and his cave dog, and people were complaining about indigestion. And he looked down and he saw the the charcoal uh, of the of the of the from the wood from the fire, I assume. And just said, hey, "Let's try eating this. I'm going to try eating this, and maybe maybe that'll that'll help." You can just uh you can just imagine that happening uh, in deep antiquity. Anyways, next step is to protect your. DNA. Shockingly, I'm being sarcastic, shockingly, alcohol is not good for your DNA. The toxins in booze throw a wrench into the process of cellular genesis. Thus, alcohol is a causal factor in various cancers of the mouth, throat, liver, colon, rectum, and breasts. B vitamins protect your DNA from everything from air pollution to toxins and oxidants. So a B vitamin is that's uh, always a good idea. And my go-to, uh, one of my favorite nootropic stacks, is NeuroStack. And that contains eight different B vitamins. And then they actually... Went to the trouble of providing the COAs for uh, for all of them to ensure that it's pure, that it's the real thing. So now I'll share with you the biohacking boozing protocol, cause I did promise a protocol earlier, and it's like it goes like this: first step, before drinking, take five to a thousand milligrams of NAC, then take four hundred milligrams of ALA before drinking as well. And then before or while drinking, take some vitamin C tablets. Step four is while or after drinking, take 100 to 300 milligrams of glutathione. Step five, after drinking, a few hours after taking the other supplements, take a tablet or two of activated charcoal. And then the next day, stay hydrated and take some B vitamins. Do the hangover hacks need to be taken in exactly this order? Well, it's ideal, but not necessarily. Alcohol and hangovers are notoriously unpredictable, so you'll want to do some A B testing. Try taking the glutathione, NAC, or DHM in isolation and see how that compares with another night out, eating and drinking the the same thing, stacking those supplements. Then try just using the activated charcoal. Try taking it before, during, and after drinking and see how that affects the occurrence of a hangover. If you're drinking with some regularity. There's no reason not to do some experimentation and self-monitoring to figure out what works for you. And then, let's talk about choosing your poison as bartenders say, or at least used to say. What you drink has a lot to do with how you'll feel in the morning. In Search of a Cure for the Dreaded Hangover. This is an article published in Scientific American, which is, hey, that's what I am. And this explains that alcohol's congeners include acetylhyde itself, as well as acetone, fusel oil, furfural, methanol, metabolites, polyphenols, histamines, esters, tannins, amines and amides among others congeners increased hangover severity with people feeling worse after bourbon. Bourbon whiskey has 37 times wow the congeners as vodka because bourbon ages in oak barrels leaching out various molecules. So the darker liquors contain more congeners. So avoid brandy, dark tequila, whiskey, dark beer, and along with red wine, and especially bourbon. Apparently bourbon was the worst, which uh, I'm happy with. I've never been a fan of bourbon. So you want to drink the lighter stuff. White rum, white wine, clear tequila, vodka, and gin. If you love wine, I'm not going to tell you to give it up because some people really do love wine, but you'll want organic, biodynamic wine in your glass, which is offered by Fit vine, wine, and dry farm wines. Those are both based in California. And I include links over to them in the article. So maybe check those out and treat yourself to some of that biodynamic wine. And uh, of course, brag about its uh, biodynamism with uh, whoever you're sharing a bottle with. However bottom line is that drinking triple distilled vodka is your best bet. For those who don't mind dropping some coin, Chopin Vodka is the top ranked potato vodka. So I would uh, dare you to sip some of this smooth stuff and then tell me that you don't feel limitless. And also, another thing I didn't know, Everclear, surprisingly, is a good option for your boozing. If you want to minimize toxin intake and the corresponding hangover, as its name suggests, Everclear, it's a highly filtered liquor that is clear of the toxins that most liquor is rife with, according to ethical hedonist, and professional biohacker, Thomas DeLauer. And you might be saying, oh, but what about beer? Are you saying I need to give up beer? Well, for the elite biohacking beer drinkers out there, you'll want to start drinking Groot beer. And that's pronounced G-R-O-O-T or G-R-U-I-T. They, they couldn't quite figure out what, how they wanted to spell it. The vast majority of the tasty beers that you can find refrigerated in a liquor store near you are made from fermented hops. As Mark Sloan, my friend, explains in a video that I link in this article and hops uh, have a concerning estrogenic effect. If you're a guy and you're interested in your testosterone, you've probably heard that quitting beer is a pretty reliable way to uh, pump up your tea level. Contrary to the message of uh, millions of beer ads, beer hormonally makes you less manly, which uh, is what really matters, right? So Groot beer is a heritage European-style beer made of fermented testosterone-promoting herbs as opposed to hops. Reportedly, it tastes amazing, enhances the libido and cognition, making you uh, just a bit wittier and uh, more verbose while imbibing. And this is something that I would love to try, but it's hard to find in stores. You'll likely need to do some uh, some googling and order it online or find a really specialty uh, beer shop in your city. And I've got a little bit of a conspiracy theory to go with Groot Beer. Apparently in Germany, the original, it used to be that everybody would drink Group beer, but then there was established some sort of uh, state uh, regulating agency that switched everyone over to drinking uh, hoppy beer instead. And so my theory on this is that they they wanted the population to be a little bit more manageable. they wanted the population to be a little bit more a little bit less rebellious. They wanted the, the population to you know, go along with uh, what, the, what the government was telling everyone they should be doing. And so they said, you know what we need to do is we should introduce this hops beer that's going to make the men a little bit less manly and independent, which was something that they observed. Uh, it, was, it was clearly observable with the uh, men that worked uh, harvesting hops, this would have been clearly observable. And so they said, hey, you know, this is a, we can use this as a a chemical tool for population control. And uh, we know from history how well that worked out. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about beauty. Yes, of course, beauty. Very, very, very important, right? Especially uh, when drinking. So about the skin. Since the acetylhyde, in alcohol is bad for your skin. It's advisable to take some additional steps uh, to take care of your skin. So there's some different options out there. Eating raw coconut is really good for your skin. It's something that I credit for the nice skin that I have as a 36-year-old. You can take the adaptogen schisandra. That is good for your skin, although you have to take it for 100 days. 100 days straight for for better skin is what uh, traditional Chinese medicine recommends. Uh, Perhaps a little bit more credibly than that, though, is collagen. Collagen is a solid skin hack. And then if you want to take the uh, skin hacking to the next level, affordably, you'd want to look into a product called Exomitin, which is a skin cream that is infused with the innovative mitochondrial antioxidant SKQ1. This is something that I looked into and there was a bunch of uh, reports of people using this skin cream and uh, old wrinkles and scars just uh, disappearing because it has this uh, really special um, focused uh, mitochondrial antioxidant in it. So moving forward, have you ever wondered, oh boy, I know I did, Back in my drinking days, have you ever wondered if there are things that you can take, if there's drugs or supplements that you can take that have the same effect as alcohol, but without all of these, without all of these downsides? Well, good news. There is. First of all, I'll mention Phenibut, and I call Phenibut the alcohol alternative alternative You know, you've probably uh, thought to yourself or you're maybe thinking to yourself now, alcohol is a ridiculous waste of money. Even if I took all these supplements, it's still not great for me. I wish there was some legal social lubricant that wasn't as costly as alcohol. And that would be phenibut. You can replace a social drinking habit for about $2 a night, or maybe even less, depending upon the dosage, with Finibute, which is one of my favorite social life, life hacks. You're going to want to check out my video about it. And it is a gobergic, so it has an effect similar to alcohol. It'll make you more playful socially and takes the edge off. The notable difference and a notable experiential difference that I think you'll enjoy is that it just makes music sound cooler. That is kind of, and usually when you're drinking, you're around music, right? When you notice that you're enjoying the music, you'll know that the Phenibute is working. And a funny story about this once upon a time, I was in Colombia, and a friend of mine dragged me out to this little hole-in-the-wall bar where they would play this, it's kind of like Colombian country music. It's, it's usually not my favorite kind of music in the world. They actually had a little band performing there, and I was doing a uh, intermittent no-boozing Period. So I was uh, sitting there just with my water, I think, and I was thinking to myself, "Boy, this this band is great. Like this this the twangy little Colombian country music band. Like, wow, oh, wow, oh, these these guys these guys are going places. These guys are. It's a real pleasure to you know be able to enjoy enjoy performance by these guys in a, such an intimate venue. And then I was like, "Oh, this is the Fenibute kicking in. So it's kind of worth it for that reason." alone to try. And then I'm also going to mention infusuticals at this point, which you have maybe seen in my previous video. And this is when you take water and the water can have a signal of medicine, drug, supplement imprinted onto it via a phenomena called water memory, via electromagnetism and the phenomena of quantum colocation. Okay, you're going to want to watch my video on Infopathy where I break this all down. It sounds kind of fantastic. However, what I have been drinking regularly is an infasutical that does not contain alcohol, but it contains a stack of of, uh, phenibut, of paracetam, of a couple of other anxiolytic drugs. And I drink it on an empty stomach and it doesn't exactly feel like alcohol, but it has an effect. uh, It has an undeniable effect of taking the edge off and making me a little bit more lightheaded it improves my personality just just a little bit as if that were even possible so that is might sound fantastic to you but it's something that works for me pretty consistently a few other boozing life hacks that i'll share first of all sniff twice sip once this is what i do almost all the time if i'm drinking the slower you drink, the less you drink, and the less hungover you'll be. And my life hack for this is to raise the drink to my face and sniff my drink twice for every time I take a swig, and those around you will rarely notice that you're uh, that you're sniffing and not. Sipping, although sometimes they will. They say, hey, that's a little weird what you're doing. And then you can just uh, you can explain it to them. Maybe tell them about this article. Next major life hack is that you want to drink the good stuff. The cheap stuff often tastes like stale pond water and contains more toxins. So spend a little more to drink the stuff you'll really enjoy. And it costing more will hopefully motivate you to drink less. And I'll mention non-alcoholic adult beverages. You've probably seen non-alcoholic beer uh, at at store shelves. And I do suggest that you try this. Some non-alcoholic beers taste great. It's still a hoppy sugar avalanche, but if you don't want to look like a total dork at a party, it might be a good option. And elite non-boozers opt for aesthetically bottled adult beverages. I'm telling you, you'll look like a real cool cat drinking premium glass bottled or sparkling water stuff like uh, san pellegrino perrier or uh, Voss, which is what i had in this uh, bottle and a cocktail that i figured out recently is san pellegrino and balsamic vinaigrette you mix uh, a couple of shots of San Pellegrino into or uh, in a beverage with with uh, San Pellegrino, and it tastes just like Coca Cola. Or I haven't had Coca Cola in ages, but it uh, it tastes the way that I remember Coca Cola tasting. And it's actually quite healthy for you. And so those around you will uh, just assume that you are having a rum and coke, but secretly you're being very very healthy. And then finally, I will mention intermittent sobriety, which is taking 30, 60, 90 days off booze. When you take some extended time off booze, you break the dependency your neuro- your neurobiology has on this stuff. I don't consider myself an alcoholic. I very rarely get drunk but i'll often have a single drink with dinner four to six nights a week and if i'm being honest with myself doing this i develop a bit of dependency when i enjoy a drink at dinner i'm a little less mindful about managing my stress with uh, Daily meditation and exercise, which is good to break from from time to time with a month or two of intermittent sobriety. When you do this again, you'll find uh, maybe the first week you don't quite have the uh, yeah, the nice effect of taking the edge off at the end of the day or at dinner or whenever but over over time over a month or two of doing this you'll notice that you get just a bit more disciplined about those good stress management mindset mental health kind of habits when i did 100 days of ethical hedonism in south america's number one vice city i discovered that staying sober For a couple of months, and actually I did a whole six months, I discovered that it sharpens your social skills and trains you to master your mindset. In social settings, you need to draw state from within as opposed to relying on booze to be socially confident. So I do hope that you try a month or two or three of the intermittent sobriety. I think you'll be kind of pleased with the subtle effects that it has on you. I do hope that you will try also some of these supplements that I recommend here and that you drop me a line, a social media message, comment, or whatever, letting me know what your reaction is to them. I think that you'll be Pleasantly surprised, and do let me know if you manage to get your hands on some of that Groot beer. As you are uh, enjoying that Groot beer with uh, friends and family, you can uh, share with them. Maya, uh, my conspiracy theory on the uh, on the, the the German adoption of of hops <laughs> for uh, for beer. So I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, looking forward to a continued conversation with you.